Hello all and welcome back to the All Things Football podcast. So we've got plenty of action to round up. There was a challenge set last week by Dan for myself, my strange football in fact, and it's a good one. So, the Championship and the return of the FA Cup got the action underway on Friday night with plenty more football on Saturday. Who do you want in the FA Cup third round? We're going to be getting towards that draw, it's that time of year isn't it? So we'll see that soon. Without further ado, freshly, I mean very freshly back from the Coventry Building Society Arena is my friend Dan. How are we doing? You okay sir? I'm alright now. I've warmed up. You warmed yeah. up. You, have you I've warmed up out? now. Yeah, it was a good day. Um, it, it, a bit different for me. I was sat in the home ends. I couldn't get Tell to you get what, mate, the away end. Stunning photos from the ground today. The, the it looked. Sky. It was. You know, what? it was a really glorious day. Alpine, the, Alpine skies, weren't they today? It was indeed. Yeah, over over the Midlands in Coventry, which was very very strange. But yeah, second half, as soon as that sun went behind, yeah, it got really cold. That was a good question. That was. Who do you want in the FA Cup third round? I haven't really thought about it. The draws on Monday. Third Ooh, round, always exciting. Is, is, it, is there a game on Monday? I believe so, yeah, we'll come on to that. We've got the FA Cup to round up, so there's been plenty of games um, there. But there's no better place to start, I think, AD, than with the Premier League. So Let's when we come it. back, it's the Premier League. Premier League. Where where do we start today? I think there's only one game we can start with, isn't there? It sounded a cracker. It was the early kickoff, um, West Ham United and Chelsea. Um, I only saw dribs and drabs because I was at the football myself today. Um, but I believe Chelsea were 2-1 up at half-time. They were 2-1 up at half-time. you got to say, West Ham United under David Moyes are doing a fantastic job. Um, that's a 3-2 victory over Chelsea now. A yep. 3-2 victory over Liverpool as well, previously. Sitting quite nicely in fourth. Sitting nicely in the top four, yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, Arsenal do have a game in hand behind them in fifth, but four they points do, clear got, at the moment. Yeah, they've got four points clear at the moment. Doing a, really well. A draw in the week against, it was Brighton, weren't it, in the week um, yes. for West Ham. So a draw in the week and then two losses previous to that. But they're still there, aren't they? They're still West, there. I'm going to say it now. David Moyes has done a fantastic job at West Ham. He's got the fans on his side because at first they were a little bit like, yeah, because he mm-hmm. didn't have the best time at Sunderland or Man U, did he? No, no. League, let's be honest. Um, some people would say, even myself included, that he should have had more time at Man United. Never did. Anyway. What a job he's done at West Ham. He's galvanised them. They play some good football. He's got the best out of the likes of Antonio, Declan Rice. Fantastic. It's great to see somebody else in that top four, isn't it? I've got to say, yeah, I was speaking with a couple of fans today about David Moyes. And it's it's interesting to see now that we're seeing the David Moyes from the Everton days. I think Manchester United may have come at the wrong time. I think the pressure that he had, especially oh, being known to, as the... To be the, the successor to Alex The Ferguson. chosen one, yeah. He was the chosen one, wasn't he? So Alex yeah. Ferguson chose him for the job. And I thought that was a big thing. And I think the Sunderland the Sunderland job, when he went to that... They, he was, they were on a bad streak anyway. They were on a bad streak, but he's, he's just come out of that Manchester United era as well, hasn't he? So his confidence wouldn't have been too high neither. But However, I, now though... He's, wow. we're, seeing the, we're seeing the David Moyes, that, that guy did Everton all those years ago. And what it's a way to come guy back. who did such an amazing job at Preston back in the day, got snapped mm-hmm. up by Everton, I think 2002, I believe, give or take, early 2000s anyway. Yeah. Um, he's reliving what he did back then, how he got, how he gets the best out of the youth, doesn't he? He does indeed, yeah, yeah. you're right. You, you, you touched on the point about Mittal Antonio and how he's, how he's, you know what, he's, he's one of them players now, isn't he? He's, he's, he's 
he turned him Definitely. into a full-on striker, hasn't he? He has indeed. Yeah, you're right. And you're looking at that. I always forget, actually, David Moyes. He, he had a stint in um, Spain, didn't he, actually, after Manchester United? Oh, we forget. Yeah, Real Sociedad. Yeah, yeah. Real Sociedad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it didn't last very And then he went to Sunderland, didn't he? And then he had a little break and then he was at West Ham. But you're right. I think he's getting the best out of the team that he's got. And I've got a special mention for Jared Bowen. He, he's adapted now to this yes. his, this league. And he's he's becoming a really shrewd signing for the club. Um, I've Took, took time nothing. after the Hall move, didn't it? A little bit. To get did, to of course, yeah. It was a big step up, wasn't it? Because you've yeah. got to think Hull, Hull were languishing near God, the bottom they of the championship. The time. No, no, they were was... in the championship, weren't they? And they were languishing quite low down. But, um, yeah, you know what? It's taken, taken his time. But, yeah, I've heard nothing but praise on the on the drive home today about Jared Bowen and, and the contribution that he is making towards West Ham. He's not getting many goals, but doesn't matter if he's if he's being spoken about for creativity and just... hard work if there's hard work creativity as a younger player then you're gonna absolutely you're gonna stand out aren't you as well definitely Not absolutely just goals, but yeah definitely but yeah great great victory for them i think that and the, obviously the liverpool win as well that they had at the um the london stadium is going to yeah. do them really well for chelsea i think that's what second loss of the season for yeah. them so it's again nothing to be too fair there was a lot of it no can't give excuses but there was a lot of injuries for Chelsea today I think Sashel mentioned it before the game um, they had a lot of, I think there was a lot of injuries Chelsea mm. did have I don't know I don't know because we said that a couple of weeks ago didn't we when yeah. we found out Lukaku and Werner were going to be out and but that could only be an excuse that you can't always use that excuse with the team they've got and the second team they could play against teams as well yeah uh, I'm, and I'm just thinking I'm just looking at the team now and I'm just thinking we said that Chelsea may struggle now, but they didn't, did they? They didn't struggle, they didn't. and then all of a sudden, striker, did they? At the time, all of a yeah. sudden, now they're they're struggling, kind of thing. But Chelsea fans, at this present moment in time, while we're recording this, you are actually third now in the league. You are third in the league, and that's because Manchester City are two nil up at half time over Watford. So Watford um, nil, Manchester City two at half time, and Manchester City currently sit top. Of the league, but Chelsea fans, you'll still be there thereabouts. I think you three have really. It's going to be. I, I hope it's this close, AD. It will at be the end of the season. Free horse race, but I, I still, I'm still adamant it's going to be Liverpool Chelsea. I, yeah, but I don't know. Actually, it would be nice. It would be nice. I, th- I, a little part of me again. Manchester City coming along quite quietly again, mm-hmm. as they've done in recent years. And what happens at the end of those years? They're not really I mean, taking the headlines like they normally do, are they? They're really? not. And you know what? Pep Guardiola loves that, don't he? I think he, he likes to stay. That. Yeah. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, but yeah, the, the, that half-time, we'll keep the scores coming through from that game as well. There's a couple of FA Cup games currently going on as well at the moment. Uh, but yeah, West Ham 3, Chelsea 2. Eddie Howe gets himself a first victory. And it sounds Callum like Wilson, a very... Yeah. Callum Wilson, yep. Um, the VAR, it did go to VAR, but the goal was given. Um, which was good, Fantastic. but defensively, all of I've just heard load of applaudits for Newcastle and how tight they were at the back today. So yeah, kudos to Eddie Howe. I don't think they've done too bad, have you? Have they, AD? Since, no, uh... they've played a lot more intense attacking football, which mm-hmm. the the Newcastle fans want to see. They they remember the old you know entertainer yep. days and stuff. Um, but yeah, fantastic win. Much much needed win to get that first victory. This you know this side of Christmas as well. Yeah. Um, is when you really need to get in the points racked up. The bottom three is so tight now as well. It is now, yeah, really with that tight. win, all on yeah. ten points, aren't they? Makes However, it very Burnley, interesting. It does. Well, I'm just, I'm just looking at really Burnley does. and New- Norwich. They do have that the, game. The thing out. is, the bottom three, like Newcastle, have got the spark with Howe as the new manager. Norwich mm-hmm. have got Dean Smith as the new manager. They've got that spark there now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watford, obviously, with Ranieri, <sighs> it's going to be tight down there. 
it, it just shows the difference, actually. Let's just talk about that. Um, yeah, but Newcastle, uh, yeah, sorry, Newcastle fans. Newcastle won Burnley now. Fantastic victory for yourselves today. Um, if anything, that's, that should now hopefully kickstart your season. And just to, you need to start narrowing the gap, the three at the bottom, Burnley, yeah. Newcastle and Norwich. As much as Watford are only three points ahead, the teams above you are currently five. So, yeah, that gap needs to be cut Definitely. momentarily. Actually, Norwich play their game in and tomorrow, so that could be... Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but Burnley have still got a game in hand because their game in the week was postponed, weren't it, due to the snow against uh, Tottenham? It, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the, that one's there. Um, a late, late equaliser down at St Mary's today. Nil more pie again. Southampton won. Brighton and Hove Albion won. Um, Brighton. I, don't, I haven't really seen their form because we were quite vocal about them all season. Yeah, we briefed four draws in the last five. Yeah. We touched on it last week. Um, I think we touched on it last week about um, Graham Potter, didn't we? How we had a bit of a. I saw that. Yeah, they bit they booed, didn't they? towards the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, rightly so. Why are they booing? I mean, on one side, you think, yep, you know, fans pay their money, big money nowadays. We know that, mm-hmm. don't we? With inflated costs, yeah, yeah. League games especially to go and see a home fixture and cheer for your team, boo your team. You know, you're a paying fan. You can do that. However. The start that Brighton have made to this, you know, this season, and they're in the top half of the table still. Ninth in the league compared to when you know they one loss in they five. Normally, are relegation sort of fighting team, aren't they? Normally, in the bottom half somewhere. So I'll you keep on coming. Really good, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll keep on coming. Minus two goal difference. Mm. Only lost three games all season. Yeah, exactly. So I think what, he. What are you doing? Yeah, so it's a tough one, isn't it? It's, it's expectation, isn't it? Yeah. They they paid the money. They expect to see positivity continue. On the other side of the dice, it's um, they're, they're higher than where they should be on paper, really. Yeah. So I've only ever yeah, I only ever had it once. Today, I've only had it once in my life. Us being a West Brom fan, I, I mm. think we were in the top four at Christmas one year. Yes. And it was fantastic. Yeah. And we knew that it wouldn't last. No. But we we never booed. No, exactly. I just, yeah, I just don't get it. Grand I, I didn't get I didn't get that attitude a little bit. Yeah, when they no, booed. I just don't get it. You've... And even I think there was a there was a, I saw a clip of him looking over like, okay, what's what, that? About? What, 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 yeah, what, what are you on about? You win a game, you're up to fifth. Mm. It's just yeah, it's, it's bonkers, absolutely bonkers. bizarre. But, yeah. Yeah. but Southampton, it looked like it looked like you were about to get that all important first win mm-hmm. um, after the two losses on the bounce. Um, but you're still down in 14th position, a late late equaliser. I think it was like 10, 10 or twelve minutes of additional time in that game. What was there? Yeah, I'll be, in, I'll be was, interested. Was there a big injury? Or? Must have been, must have been something. I know, I know that Brighton were down to ten men, weren't they? So, um, uh, okay. Right. So it that could have been something to do it, with yeah. that. It could have been. I'm just going to have a quick look now. But yeah, I think <sighs> he's still in the job at the end of the day for Southampton, Ralph. Um, yeah. Um, it's a t- yeah. I've I like him. The job he's done at Southampton overall, but. Is progression? Do what progression do they? Are they progressing? Probably they not now, them. are they? Yeah, they're, they're, they they are established in the Premier League, aren't they? They've been in there for a good while now. Uh, back, back. They are, but he's he's not really taking them to a new yeah, level. Exactly. Is he? Could yeah, exactly. Next step is he the right man to do that? What 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 do they want? That is, you know, there's a few questions for Southampton, isn't there? Really, as a club. Yeah, I was just reading. What's I'm just reading step? this. On air, the result was met with wild celebrations by the visiting fans. Oh, 98 minute equaliser. Brighton equaled an unbearable club record at 10 successive top flight matches without a win. The last went on such a run between December 1982 and February 1983. 
but they're still inside. Exactly, yeah. Just it might, be, report, it might yeah. not be a record they, that's great or anything on, no, it's you know, not. when you look at it, but they're ninth in the Premier League. So, <laughs> the Seagulls run the results, prompted fans to jeer the team in last week's goal of straw with Leeds. Yeah. That left Graham Potter a little bit perplexed. Like I said, you pay your money, you know, you, you cheer, you boo, whatever. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when you're booing to your team when they're having such a good season compared to where where they should be realistically yeah it's a little bit like yeah i don't know there we are <laughs> true and we're probably yeah being contradicted because um we say every week about west brom but yeah. we don't boo though that's the difference of the uh, that's the difference saying it we true, don't fans boo. do you pay your yeah. money you do what you want we not do what you want you can't no it's a good topic do. actually yeah. well what was that one 98th minute yeah 98th minute yeah do you want to talk about a 94th minute winner Let's do it. Origi for Liverpool. The man who always... He's, 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 he's scored winners for Liverpool in so many games, hasn't he? So many big mm-hmm. games. And he did send Liverpool top of the league um, earlier this afternoon. Momentarily, well, weren't it? Yeah. Wolves, yeah. I, th- I, th- I felt like it was a bit cruel for Wolves. Mm. And they that's a difficult thing. So yeah, it's, it's Liverpool difficult. as well. Yeah, difficult thing for me. They held on for so long. They've been playing really, really well at the minute. They're currently in eighth position. It yeah, didn't look like yeah. it. Was... Like you said, def- even BBC have gone as far as to say defeat was cruel on Wolves. They yeah. defended. Yeah, to, to be honest, any team that can defend a game against Liverpool for ninety-four minutes and hold it for nil-nil, that is crap. Just getting them. battered, weren't it? It just yeah. sounded like they were getting absolutely battered. But you're right. Heroically, the defence. Were doing yeah. what they needed to do against and the Liverpool just... team who score for fun as well. Fair play. It was just a moment of class from Salah Origi then, yeah, with yeah. the with the with the finish. But yeah, does. Liverpool. He's, he's a he's a goal. He comes good in mm-hmm. like last minutes of games, doesn't he? European. He does indeed. Premier League. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But um, yeah, fantastic. Another win for Liverpool, showing true title contenders for that. Um, as we mentioned, they were momentarily top of the league. They could still be top of the league. We never know. Watford have got a tendency of. Um, Making a shock, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, I can ask Man City, Man City uh, <laughs> going on the two 0 up already. So uh, we'll see how that but goes. But Man, football—it's a funny old game. We'll see what the second half brings. It is indeed, day. and um, a weird one for us because there's no managerial changes in the Premier League to talk about, <laughs> which ah, was quite there nice. Is, there is, there oh, is only talk, the one, one that's about last official week. now. The one that's yeah. official now, Mr. Ralph Ranick, who's the interim manager at Man U, and then he's got the well. See how he goes because he. We see how he goes. He, he's, 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 he might take it on permanently. He sounds he... quiet, but we won't bore you guys because we spoke. No, we did speak. Everybody about it knows last week. It's, it's everywhere, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It is indeed. But um, just um, just look. I'm just look. I've got some interesting stats, and I just thought I'd bring these in. I'm just looking at top flight consecutiveness for clubs in the league, and I'm just going to point out some of the big ones that are here. So you got Arsenal, 102 years on the bounce being in the top flight of English football. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, only 32 years. Only 32 years. years. Okay. Yeah, I think so. they did have their sticky patches, didn't they? they um, well, yeah. You, well, And then the money came along, didn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. There's that. Everton. Everton, 67th. Yeah, 67th year on the bounce. Um, oh, I just remember for Everton, the amount of times where they were so close to relegation. So many 17 And they always, like the, yeah, yeah, they always survived that sinking ship at the yeah. time. Liverpool, 59 years. Man City, 20 years now. 20 years. It's mad, ain't it, to think Man City, 20 years. 2001, blimey. Yeah, that was the year West Brom came up with them. They, them yeah. two roll that league. I remember that one. Man United, 46 years on the bounce. Mm. 
Tottenham 43, Southampton 10 years, 10 years on the bounce for Southampton. Well, 10 years, blimey. Yeah, and then West Ham 10th, it's their 10th season back as well. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to point those ones out because those are the ones that are in double figures of being in there. Um, Brentford, I, I, don't worry, we haven't forgot you. We did mention it when you first, on our first podcast, but yeah, this is your first season back in the top flight. 74 years you had to wait. Wow, 74 years for that one. But, um, and that rounds up the Premier League. Watford and Man City are currently playing at the moment. Tomorrow we've got some, uh, some quite a few tasty games actually. We've got Leeds, Brentford tomorrow. Manchester United under Ralph Rangnick now against Crystal Palace at home. Crystal Palace love going to Old Trafford, if I don't recall. Yeah, Tottenham, Norwich. Oh, a bit of a Midland derby as well. There is indeed. Aston Villa, Leicester City. Um, I'm, I'm going to stick my note. I, yeah, I think Stephen Gerrard's lot will get that job done I tomorrow. Think I think Villa will get a win tomorrow, actually. Yeah, the way they're going. Do you, and... do you think it's interesting? Go on. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Gerrard. He's, mm. he's up for November Manager of the Month already. He's revitalised Villa. <laughs> I, 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 Obviously, I'm a West Brom fan. Um, we shouldn't talk positively about Villa but he's done a cracking job since he's come in to be fair he has he has really done uh, you know he's, he's definitely lifted the spirits of the club he really has but um, he's got passion hasn't he, he passion you know what that's the difference isn't it it's the passion he, can't, he's just you can't brought... really say you can't really say Dean Smith didn't have the passion because I think he is quite a passionate well, he, was, he was a Villa fan Villa weren't he so yeah exactly uh, and but Stephen Gerrard he feels maybe maybe yeah. a bit more of a youthful just something different it's just fresh isn't it well. I think it's fresh yeah. it's, it's, it's nice and fresh and it I've I like Steven Gerrard. I've, I've, I really felt for him when he didn't manage to win the league. And I know fans will probably come on here and go, yeah, yeah because he slipped. Kind of thing. slipped yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I do hope he, he goes on to do well for Villa. I think a top half mid, mid-table kind of finish is good for them. And then next season, he, he builds his team, doesn't he? He, yeah, he builds his absolutely. team for next season and we'll go from there. It, it won't be long. I think maybe two, three years. That, and then when Klopp decides to, to leave Liverpool, he, he definitely will be on that list. Oh, I think for so, Liverpool, yeah. and in the right way, I think as well. Yes. He would have had Rangers under his belt. He would have had Villa under his belt. Frank Lampard, I I knock you all the time on here, but I really want you to get a job and do what Gerrard's kind of done. He needs to stop turning down jobs, to be honest. As it, well. He does, help, yeah, he does. Really. And I like Frank. I do like Frank, but I just th- I just think you, the Chelsea job was far too early for you. Yeah, really. Um, you did great with Derby in that first season. You took him yeah. to the what the playoff final, weren't it? And yeah, and then he Villa. decided to go for go and for Chelsea. And then he got the Chelsea job, which I find bizarre. Do you not find it bizarre that at the time a Championship yeah. manager got selected for a top Premier League job? Yeah, I think he very much went heart over his head, didn't he? It he, did. He yeah, and we'd all do it, wouldn't it? If, if oh, Weston yeah, came yeah, up exactly. on my door, I'd have a yeah. little ponder and I'll have it. But ultimately, even though I'd probably think it was the worst decision, <laughs> I'd still have it. Do you know what I mean? Still it, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then um, Monday night, we've got Everton versus Arsenal on the Monday night football. Uh, Rafa Benitez is under some pressure right now. Yeah, let's let's have a quick chat about Benitez, actually. After the Liverpool game, um, I was expecting him to be sacked, to be honest. I must admit, a lot of people probably were as well. Contracts, uh, isn't him, it? As it is. Yeah. What, what's the, um, what are we going to say, sir, the contract? Is he under quite it, a long contract? Is I don't know whether years? it's a long contract, yeah. but it, it's still a payout, isn't it? It's just still a payout yeah. for the club. I can imagine it'd be a bit of a payout for Benitez mm-hmm. as well. Um, I always go back to where, who, who, was, uh, who was that Newcastle? Who was the, it was Padre, weren't it, when he got that eight-year yeah. Oh, the, that was the dreaded um, eight-year contract, yeah. <laughs> Which I've never... Well, fair play to you. That I'm was like, a bizarre. That was, I don't know how he managed to get an eight-year but, um, contract, to be honest. Yeah, but... Rafa Benitez. A loss on Monday a, night, I think. Ex- yeah. 
ex-Liverpool boss managing Everton for starters. We know what happened in the summer. There was a lot yeah. of nasty things that happened during the summer with banners at his house and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's ballsy enough to take the job. Started off well, didn't they, Everton? Mm-hmm. And then it's just, it's really slid away. The only Really slid away in recent weeks. The only bit of optimism I have for Everton fans right now is the last two games against Arsenal, you have come out victorious. Um, one at Goodison, one at the Emirates. So you're at, you're at Goodison, Monday night, under the lights. Yeah. Make it a special forget about, night. Forget about the Benitez, you know, thing. The fact he's an ex-Liverpool boss talking, because that's all I see on social media. Just get behind the lads. Mm-hmm. Get I think four losses. I think it. if they lose that one, it's four losses. I think that will be curtains for Rafa. I really yeah. do. And it's coming up to January transfer window as well. It's that time of year, isn't it? It is. And I don't know, he, he had the summer, didn't he? So whether a January transfer window will do it for him. But if, if you look at the table, Everton are 15th at the minute. Yeah. And they did 15th. start off really well as well. And it's just dropped. It's, I mean, if you... It, yeah. When there's a team who started off so well and the way they've dropped, questions are going to be asked, aren't they? Do you reckon Calvert-Lewin missing is a, a big factor? Massively. He bags goals. He's still guy, missing, isn't he? Isn't he? I feel yeah, bad yeah, he's still injured. Really... Yeah, he had he's quite a bad injured. injury, didn't he? Yeah, that's, that's but, oh yeah, he's different. a massive loss. Any any goal scorer who can bag at least 15, 20 goals a season, that's a big miss, isn't it? It's a cracking team. I'm looking at their team from the Liverpool game, and you look at that team and you think that that team should not be fifteenth in the league right now. Problem is, Benitez always sticks to his plan. He's very much a defensive, solid mm. start. That, Stuck that's in his ways. He Maybe he needs to change things, but. We're not the boss there, are we? We're not indeed. Stuck in his ways. AD, let's go with the table as it currently stands. So Man City are top of the league. I'll, I'll go. I'll, let me do the top 10. I'll do the top 10 this week yeah. and then uh, I'll let you go to the bottom. So currently we have got uh, Manchester City as they're winning 2-0 at the moment. Uh, top of the league. Liverpool, Chelsea and West Ham United occupy the Champions League spots. Arsenal and Tottenham, North London, occupy Ooh. Europa League um, at this present moment. So Manchester United under Ralph Ragnick, as we've mentioned, they are currently in seventh position. And just looking as well, they're actually on zero goal difference as well. I've, just, let me just stop there for a moment. Mm. Have you seen the goal difference in this league? It's a bit <laughs> Man crazy, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, 23, 32, 26. Yes. And everyone yeah. else is like nine. We've got Arsenal in fifth. Minus three. Minus three. Minus Tottenham, minus four. Man United on zero. Wolves in... It's, that's great. Sorry to go off that. Let me do it again. Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham United, Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester United, eighth World Wolves, nine yeah. Brighton, Hove, Arwin, and tenth currently is Leicester City. In the bottom half of the table, we've got in 11th place, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Aston Villa, Southampton, Everton, Leeds United, Watford in the bottom three relegation spots, all on 10 points, mental at the bottom, Burnley, Newcastle United and Norwich City, as it stands. Perfect stuff. Yeah, it is mental. Burnley, minus seven goal difference in 18th position. Arsenal and Tottenham, minus three and minus four. It's mad. It's crazy. It's, it's going to be one of the, I think it's good by the end of the season. It's going to be crazy at the top and the bottom half. I think and the middle. It's, it's well. just two. It's it's literally two leagues, isn't it? It's yeah. Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and then everyone else. You can see lovely stuff, divide, can't you? Massively. Mm. When we come back, it's the EFL Championship. Should we talk about the championship? We should, and I was really excited Friday night because it was Fulham and Bournemouth, and yes. They, they just don't want to. Yeah, they just don't want to 
beat each other, do they? They just they don't, don't lose like neither of them. Yeah. Well. That's we like it, don't we? We like being this one point or matching points together. You know what? We've we've both just drawn the last two games. Let's let's just draw this one as well. Let's just then. draw again. That's three. That's three draws on the bounce for the two, and they're still running away with the league at the minute. Um, but I've, I've I've got to mention. I think Fulham, maybe getting found out but they're scoring so many goals it's crazy they are but 50 one, goals one, they've scored they're scoring goals but the last couple of games I'm noticing that teams are starting to just work, them out, what, work them out they're keeping Mitrovic quiet they're playing a game of getting the ball to Mitrovic as fast as they can Exactly, and if you yeah. keep that man quiet, you're not going yeah. to score goals. Look, Tosin exactly. scored, Adebayaro scored. Um, I, I always say that wrong, <laughs> but um, he scored the goal. So a defender scores scored the goal for them mm. at, the, at the victory. But I want to talk about um, Bournemouth straight from the off second half. What a beautiful passage of play that was for that goal. Absolutely incredible. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was absolutely incredible. Just the just the the knockabout, the passing. Mm. Oh, it, it was it's such a fantastic goal. You know what? But it, he play he does play a nice style of football, Parker, doesn't he? It, he gets he, he is play a passing football, and it's quite intense as well, though. Mm-hmm. He's he's certainly proven that he is a fantastic manager. Yeah. But he's done it the right way as an ex-footballer. Rather than thinking, yeah, I'll just go straight for a Premier League job, he's done it the right way, hasn't he? He could have easily stayed at Fulham for the for the next. He could have easily taken Fulham up and down, up and down. Yeah, but, but he wanted a new challenge. Wants a new challenge, and he's taken that. And yeah, fair play to him. Kudos to him and AFC Bournemouth, and kudos to Fulham as well. You're right, AD. 50, 50 goals. That is, that's mad, isn't it? The thirteen goals ahead. scored already. Thirteen goals ahead of Bournemouth. Both both have got the same goal um, in terms of goals that they've conceded. Yeah, seventeen. Actually, West uh, yeah, Brom as well. West Brom, yeah. yeah, West Brom are seventeen as well. The only problem for us is get is scoring goals, isn't it? It is scoring goals, mm. but we scored two today. I'm going to be ecstatic. I'm going to be a West Bromwich Albion fan today, and <laughs> it was absolutely eighty to the point when we scored a goal and you're chanting, "We've scored a goal." That's that's when you know it's been a while since you scored a goal. Um, Unfortunately, though, you couldn't get too excited because you're in the home end today. I couldn't. It was I couldn't get a ticket in the way, and I had to sit with my manager today. So thank you very much to my manager Gavin for getting me a ticket for today. Um, apologies um, that we got the three points, and I think I was a very cool cucumber today. Got to must be have said. been close though. Must have been close to celebrating. I was on the edge of my seat. It was quite odd. Yeah, I was on the edge of my seat, and it was quite strange. But it, you know what? It was compensated watching the away end going absolutely mm. mental. I've never seen it like that before, so it was a good thing. For Coventry City, um, that's 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 that brings an end to a, a four-game unbeaten run. So three draws in the last in the last five, and then a win previous to that, and then the first loss today. Mm. I wouldn't be too. I wouldn't be too disheartened in regards yeah. to what's happened, what the, the draws, the lack of goals. Take take encouragement from the fact that you you were two 0 down against Bournemouth. You come back. Yep. You easily easily dominated that second half today against um, against the Albion. I think the, the the change that he made at half time for Mark Robbins really changed Coventry's approach. Mm. The, the thing that I find that you're lacking at the minute is just a little bit of grit, a little bit of there's there's a lot of a lot of players are panicked. 
when they're going forward, they rush and it's like a panic. What do we, how can we get this ball where we need it to be kind of thing? And mm. that was the bit that you were missing today. And a couple of, a couple of people have said exactly the same that I know that are cough fans today, but I wouldn't be too disheartened. You know, you, yeah. you're still in the playoffs. You're, you're two points above the teams below you. Yes. They, you, even if you lost the next game and Stoke got a victory, you would still be in and around that mix with, with good thing. You're only four points off West Brom. You're 10 points off second. This is a fantastic season in my eyes for Coventry City. Yeah, definitely. Compared to where they've been in um, years gone by, yeah. I think if you look Absolutely. at the recent seasons, the, the years at Northampton, the years at Birmingham, finally coming home, it was so refreshing today as an outsider even though I was in the home end for Coventry, just to see a stadium in Coventry playing football. Massively, yeah. And that was, that what was you want. You don't want bit. to be You don't want to be travelling to different cities. You don't, no. Miles away, do you? So it's good and to it was, be yeah, it was only, it was only, I. It, it just feels like yesterday when I was sat having a conversation with a group of COV fans and my manager and a couple of colleagues that I know that sport COV, and they were in League Two. And it was mm. so, it was... It was mental thinking that Coventry City were in League Two, mm, on the verge of potentially going out. Going out as a club, the history that it's in. Um, a special mention as well to to, to John Sillick, who unfortunately passed away in the week. Unbelievable history that he brought for the club in 1987. I, I'd like to say I remembered it. I was probably about seven months old when that happened um you weren't even around were you no that was two years before my time <laughs> um yeah. but it was it was good it was it, it there was a there was a sense of atmosphere there today that it just felt like the coventry of old and it was great even though you were two nil down you still got behind the club yeah there were a few murmurs and things like that from there's from always there's always some fans there were always but yeah. yeah other than that if anything, they sh- they probably should have done what they did at Bournemouth and come back and got an got an equaliser. And I think it was quite questionable a couple of the Albion goals today. Maybe I, I haven't seen. I was too far away to see what actually happened, but um, I'll have a look at the highlights a little bit later. But yeah, Coventry City fans, I don't want to sit here and ramble on about West Brom. We we do that often, but I want to talk about Coventry and being there today as an outsider. Yeah, it, it, it's a great season, and hopefully you've got a fantastic manager. I think I think for Coventry City fans, it's probably a case of keeping him more than yeah. anything else. Mark Robbins has done a phenomenal job. Yeah. I would have him tomorrow. If it, if, if it didn't materialise for Larian or in years to come or things like that, I would, I would, yeah, I'd keep my fingers and I'd have Mark Robbins all mm. day long. His presence on the touchline, you can hear him. You can, you can hear, he plays football with the team. Which is, oh, is he proper vocal with the players? Is Definitely, it? yeah. And I've got, well, I've, I've got to say about Valerian as well today. He was exactly the same. But, just briefly talking of West Brom, I know you, you were out today, you had more important things. It was family day, you yep. took your family out, so which was Definitely all important. Was. Santa's Grotto and all that. It's Santa's Santa's Grotto, absolutely. Yep. Um, but for, our, for for West Brom today, it was it, it, they looked from what looked I changed. Saw, from what I saw, it sounded like the first half played fantastically well compared to recent games. And then the second half just sort of let Coventry back into the game a little bit. Coventry I would say so, but at the same time... I don't know. I feel like it, there was a lot of murmurs because of the midfield today, and you know that it, it worked. It kind of Big worked. Big shout today. out to Taylor Hickman. Uh, massive. Yeah. yeah, massive. Yeah, massive. I think he played and, well when he started at right back a few games ago. Whenever it was, he did. And it was in. Um, he seems oh, like a very good, versatile player when you need him in certain areas. We need to areas, use these to players. We've, yeah. West Brom have got a fantastic academy, and we've mm-hmm. lost some players over the years. Louis Barry and all that sort yeah. of jazz. 
we've got a fun that we need to use these players rather than letting them rot kind of thing and utilize them and things like that. And that's the difference. Yeah. Coventry do that. Coventry, yeah, exactly. They, they focus on that youth sort of It'd pedigree. It'd be nice and... to see more youth players getting, um, making their professional debut, wouldn't it, in the first team? Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, fair play, but yeah, Taylor Hickman, fantastic. He's, he's, that's his second second start, isn't it, this season? Mm-hmm. Hopefully more Hopefully to come. Coventry 1, yep. West Bromwich Albion 2. Um, moving on to another team in the playoffs, the Blackburn Rovers. Fantastic win over their local rivals today. So Blackburn Rovers 1, Preston North End nil. Blackburn haven't been mentioned, to be honest, have they really? They've, they've... Tell you what, they've quietly been on a fantastic run. Four wins. They really one. are. Five unbeaten games unbeaten. If probably, yeah. if, if probably more if we if we had more, um, if we looked at the stats a bit further. And that Chilean um, sensation needs to keep hold of him. <laughs> the Chilean, def- I mean, the English Chilean sensation that is uh, <laughs> Ben Brayton Diaz. They need to keep Absolutely. hold of him in January. There'll be people sniffing around, I reckon. Definitely. It's a proper old-fashioned, like, proper, like, early 2000s playoffs, isn't it? If yeah, you look at it. it Pro- is. West Brom, Blackburn, QPR, Coventry. It's a proper two early 2000s Premier League all-affair. And then Bournemouth, blimey, they were... Oh, top seven, Oof. ain't it? If you look at that, top seven. The top seven have all played Premier League football yeah. before. So, yeah, Blackburn Rovers, yeah, Tony Mowbray doing a fantastic job. Three wins on the bounce for yourselves. Preston North End for yourselves. Um, a couple of, you had a couple of unbeaten games for yourselves. That's your first loss in two. So, currently in 18th. Still in 18th. Yeah, yeah. still in 18th. Um, just looking at yourselves. Minus five goal difference, 25 points. Pretty average across the board, really, isn't it? Won six, drawn seven, lost eight kind of thing. 25 points. I think he's doing well. He's an unknown person, it's isn't it? he? Frankie, Frankie McAvoy, yeah, isn't it? Frankie McAvoy. I think he's. I think he's doing great. It's his first like full season. Yeah, I think he was in, in the coaching team beforehand before he got he the main was, job. Yeah, and I always like. I always like seeing like when first first team coaches do well. Steve Clark is a definite one that stood out, stand out for um, me. He, Neil Critchley at Blackpool stood out for me. Oh, Going from the reserves management to where he is now. He was at Liverpool, weren't he? He was Liverpool reserves yes, or something, wasn't he? Was, he? Yeah. he was their reserve manager. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, Blackburn Rovers, fantastic for yourselves there. Um, QPR, QPR play on um, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Stoke. Yeah, QPR play tomorrow against Stoke. Ooh, that's yeah, a QPR Stoke. Way, that's a tasty one. Yeah, that's mm. a that's a um, who's gonna you know get the last few places in the playoffs sort of match. Got my bias hat on today. Um, a draw would be beneficial, um, but yep. Stoke, if you if you do win, um, you you've got my That'd blessing. Be yeah, yeah, you've got my best. <laughs> I'm a bias on today. I don't mind um, for that one. Uh, but yeah, QPR Stoke on tomorrow. We've mentioned Coventry, uh, Stoke City. We've mentioned Millwall. A big, big win today for Millwall. Three-one um, um, for Millwall there today, which was yeah, they're doing well, aren't they? The Millwall they, eighth in the league, yeah. aren't they? They are. They're eighth in the league. They are. Let's have a look. So last five games, they won today, lost the previous and three draws before that. They're in eighth place. They're having their best start to a season in a god a few years, I think, to be honest. And at home against the Birmingham team who just They're struggling at the minute. They it's are all struggling the crown, at the minute. Isn't it, really? it is, yeah, with Birmingham City. What's their what's their record at the moment for Birmingham? So again, uh, very similar to Preston, as we've just mentioned, yeah. on the back of two two unbeaten games. Lost practically identical to Dan in 16th. Yeah, I just want to draw a win. Mm. I just want to pause just there while we're talking about Birmingham. Um, mm. I think the whole oh, footballing, yes. the whole footballing world's 
come to uh, well not even the football i think the whole of the uk has come together um at the tragic loss of young arthur um who was tragically killed and uh yeah under the yeah it makes um yeah, yeah i'm struggling really with the words sad. yeah really sad circumstances um but the whole I was, I was a part of it today you felt beautiful you, to see the whole of the midlands come together as well it, it really was it really was um it, it's such a tragic story um for himself he, he he was a birmingham city fan um himself you saw i think everyone's seen the picture of him bless him in his mm-hmm. in his birmingham but i just wanted to take a moment there um to just to say on on our podcast um rest in peace to arthur yep for that one definitely um I say it's difficult to move on from there. Um, yeah, yeah, you get a bit welled up, especially yeah, with with things like that. Um, such yeah, it's a, horrible such to a see. Long life, yeah, um, but a great win for Millwall, a three-one victory there for them. Uh, Middlesbrough um, got a win as well today, so Middlesbrough won Swansea City nil. Uh, Chris Wilder effects come in nicely, hasn't it for Middlesbrough? He is. What's their what's their um, their it's record like at the moment? Uh, Middlesbrough uh, no, that's two wins on the bounce. Two wins on the bounce for them. The loss before that. I think the loss was just before he took charge. I think he's won his first two I games. He did lose one. I think he has lost one. He did lose one. Or did he lose can't the remember. first? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. It wasn't his first game because his mm. first game was a draw. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so he's had four games in charge then by the looks of it. I can't remember who the loss was to. Apologies. I think it was only, to be honest, I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was only like a 1 0 defeat. It wasn't... Preston, it was 2 1. Yeah. Preston 2 1. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's ninth in the league. Better than where you were. Um, yeah. Chris Wilder doing Chris Wilder things. The thing is, with, with this league, their ninth place, before he took charge, they were in the bottom half somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're literally four points off the playoffs. I don't know whether we can keep using that excuse, pal, if I'm honest, because I'm just looking at Preston in yeah. 18th, and then I'm looking at, yeah, teams around 8th and 9th. Yeah. Three points for Preston takes them into the exactly. They're, the they're, they're, so they're, they are three points away from danger as well. It's exactly. a crazy it's, league. Yeah, it's really mad. It's a, it's a, a great league. league. It re- I'm. I, I, was, I mentioned today. I was, I was saying the championship's fantastic, but it's not. It's not one of them leagues where you want to be in it for too long. No. Oh, if you're in there for two or yeah, you can think, get out as quick as I you think can. Looking at Derby County and the money that they've spent over the years is proving the point. If you spend Definitely. too long and you, if you invest too much and don't get that return of Premier League football, you yeah. are going to struggle big time um, in that one. But yeah, uh, Middlesbrough one, Swansea nil. Um, just quickly talk about Huddersfield Town and Barnsley. Um, probably a much deserved point for Barnsley today. That's two draws on the bounce since you knew Gaffer's come in. I think it's an improvement. Yeah, definitely. Got to be said, it's, there's, there's not a loss in sight. Two draws on the bounce. Well, yeah, gaining points when you're in that predicament where you are. Is, but, you've got to get your points from somewhere. The, if, if you haven't looked at the table, listeners, Peterborough, Barnes, well, unfortunately for Derby, they're yeah, League One football. They're 20 yeah. points from, the, from yeah. getting out of that now. But Peterborough, the three at the bottom right now are the three at the bottom that will go down. Because... As Between stands, Peterborough yeah. in 22nd and Cardiff in 21st, there's four, five, six, six points. No. Yeah. Yeah, five points. Five, five six points. Uh, yeah. Peterborough and Cardiff in it. Yeah. So there's a big gap to be drawn. That's a hell. Of, that's a hell of a gap to make up, especially when you can't buy a win. Mm-hmm. Literally, then, can't buy a win at all. And I was looking. I was looking at Derby. If they didn't get the points production, they'd be on 22 points right now. So yeah. if you look at the table. 
they would still wow, be, it'd be Cardiff. What would it be? Cardiff, Peterborough, and Barnsley, wouldn't it? They would literally Cardiff, be. Would well, if you look at the table now, they would literally be. If you move everyone up one, they would be nineteenth. Mm. They'd be nineteenth yeah. in the league on twenty-two points, which would then mean they were only a point outside the relegation zone because Cardiff yeah. would then be in the thing. So, the, as we sit here and say, I think he is doing a great job with what he's doing, Wayne Rooney. But if, when you look at it in that context, maybe they're not having a great season, and it's understandable as to. You've got to think about the thing is as well. I'd, I'd, I'd no even money. say I'd even yeah. say he's doing a great job regardless of the points deduction because of the money they do not have. The, the money they don't have, yeah. Because the they do not. I think have. people would automatically think that Derby would be bottom regardless. But yep. in theory, without those point deductions, they wouldn't be bottom. They'd no. be hovering, but they wouldn't be bottom. They Probably wouldn't be in the relegation zone. Yeah, but not in the relegation zone though. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's the key difference, isn't it? With a with one win with twenty two points, would then put them in the mix with everyone else, and then the three points from that would then catapult them up the league. So it's it's a strange one. It's a strange championship this year. It's, bonkers, it's very talking bonkers. about strange it's results. Blackpool nil, Luton Town three. Did not expect that. Yeah, one today. that was a bit bit of a surprise actually when I saw that. Just a second. But then I realised that they've lost two games on the bounce. Blackpool. They have. And but it's three 0 at home to Luton, a Luton team who've had a good, you know, quite a good season. They're in twelve. Yeah, I th- yeah. Sorry, yeah. Luton fans. I think I feel like we're coming across as you shouldn't have got that result. No, you should. You, um, you're in and around the same mix kind of thing. I think we're just talking about the like the wave of euphoria that Blackpool have had so far this season. Yes, the, the job definitely. that they've done under Neil Critchley. You've got yourself, Nathan Jones, who's a bit more of probably an experienced manager in this league more than things. Um, so 3-0 yeah. away, away from home. Fantastic, fantastic win. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic win. Great win. Yeah. Great win. And only what? They're on 28. A couple of wins. They'll be back in the playoffs like they were exactly. a, couple of, a couple of months ago. So exactly. it's, it, it, it's so, it, it's such a strange league. Um, we, we've just touched on Derby County. Um, they went down 1-0 today um, to Bristol City. Um, away from there. Sounded like a cracker down in Cardiff. It certainly did, yeah. Cardiff two, Sheffield Sheffield United three. Mm. Fantastic game. Good start Always for Paul Heckingbottom. Yeah, he, to be honest, what's that? He's actually had a few wins in a row, hasn't he? Since he took um, the shot. Well, the they're unbeaten him. They're unbeaten him four, so yeah, he's unbeaten yeah. since he's taken over. So maybe that really, really random left field gamble that the chairman took. You've got to do it. Have pay off. I think you know what, AD. I think we were a bit critical last week, weren't we? When we when we yeah. spoke about that. But you know what? Looking at look at some of the some look at the, Neil Critchley. Yeah. Look at Frank McAvoy. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take a chance. We did all them years ago with Steve Clark, and and it paid off. And Boy, it did pay when off. it pays off, it's fantastic, isn't and it? And it does. And these, some of these assistant coaches, they they do worry. It's like Mike Phelan. I always thought Mike Phelan. I thought be. he would have always been one to take a top job I think and do he well. Did. He was at Hull, wasn't he? I believe. Yes, he was. Over my head, um, I think. But some some assistant coaches just prefer to be. An I mean, we, coach. we we know one in particular that really. He's part, the, he's part of the furniture, ain't he? Alan Irvine. Well, oh God, that, don't. That don't. was one I thought beforehand. You know, working with David Moyes. Oh, you touched a nerve yeah, there. Yeah, could be good. <laughs> then he took over at West Brom. Wow, oh, you touched a nerve there. Just, uh, I'm just, yeah, just looking at Mike feeling. He was pretty. He's pretty much Manchester United reserves. Manchester United yeah. assistant manager. He's been at the club for a long time. Norwich. He was a caretaker boss. Hull City assistant yeah. manager. Then he got the job. Then he yeah. went over to. He actually went over to Australia. Oh right. Okay. He went to the A League. Sporting director at Sel- uh, Central Coast Mariners, and then obviously back oh, at okay. Manchester United. He's a part of the furniture. Yeah. 
played in two games. He, for he missed the lovely weather in Manchester too much, I reckon. Of course he did. <laughs> but back to um, back to that. Yeah, Cardiff two, Sheffield United three, cracking start for Paul Heggenbottom. Uh, Cardiff City, you are just sitting above the relegation zone. I wouldn't be too concerned right now. A win, win, loss, win, loss. So to be fair, yeah, Morrison seems to have um, he's, he's, you know he's, he's more positivity, Sheffield. isn't there? Absolutely. Definitely has there on that one. Um, Nottingham Forest 2, Peterborough United 0. A win for Steve Cooper. Um, probably an expectant win today, uh, given the light of Peterborough, where they are one, one point in five. Um, in, uh, He's done Peter a great Brie job at Forest. He has. They're really unbeaten has. in five themselves, um, doing a fantastic job. I think I was a bit, I think I was a bit negative when we when we played them on. Yeah. Friday last week, and I said there, there was nothing special. There wasn't. I'm not going to lie to you, United Forest fan. There wasn't. There was nothing in that game that I found special. If anything, you should have capitalised and and probably nicked the win. And saying that, so so should have the baggies at the time as well. But to be fair, both teams in that game were so poor with chances, weren't they? Definitely. But you know what? These are the games you got to be winning, Peter um, against yeah. Peterborough United and things like. That. And you're slowly climbing up the league, unbeaten in five. You've probably got one of the best. Yeah, you have. You. One of the best kind of forms going. Yeah, three draws in there, but you know what? It's unbeaten. That's that's the bit that yeah, matters. There's no drop points in there. You're only five points off the playoffs. Complete turnaround. Superb job there for Steve Cooper. Now, Reading one, Hull City one. Reading fans, I'm just going to not blow you over, but you've you've had a really good run of form. You've only had one loss in the last five. Mm-hmm. Good little result. You've had the point deduction as well. You you would yeah. actually probably be near the playoffs if anything else, yeah. more than anything else. But I want to talk about Hull City, and I think Hull City have come under the radar a little bit. Yeah, what's that? They've had a bit of an unbeaten record recently. They have indeed. I'm just gonna. I, I don't want to just do the last five. I just want. I want to go. I want to delve a little bit further. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. So they are five games unbeaten. So you and what, that though? was on the back of five losses as yeah. well. Exactly. exactly. Massive, massive turnaround from Grant McCann and his boys. Um, they and were so, languishing down there before, weren't they? And you know what? They're beating, they're beating the teams that they should be beating that are around them. Barnsley, Birmingham, Cardiff, Millwall. Millwall, probably an exception because they're doing so well mm. at, at the top half of the table. And then a point today away at Reading. They've got some tough games coming up. We, we're going to see the resilient now of what Grant McCann and his team can do. But I wanted, I wanted to mention Hull. Because I said to you after the podcast last week, completely off the radar that Hull City were pretty much four games they'd won on a bounce. That's fantastic. And Especially down there as well. Down when you there, look at the, other, the form of the other teams, that's brilliant. Definitely. But you've got um, some tough games coming up. Bristol City next, Nottingham Forest, Blackburn, Sheffield United to end the year. So some really tough games coming up for yourself. But yeah, just a special See what points there. you can get from them games. That's all you can Hull do, City. really. Yep. Perfect. Um, so again, no, no real managerial changes. We the last one was Paul Heckingbottom. We we brought that last week for yourselves, and then we've got QPR Stoke tomorrow. So in terms of the table, there's no real there's a couple of changes, but the top twelve looks like this: Fulham, AFC Bournemouth, West Bromwich Albion, Blackburn, QPR, and Coventry City make up the top six. Stoke, Millwall, Middlesbrough, Sheffield United, Huddersfield Town, Luton Town make up the top half. In the bottom half, we've got Nottingham Forest, Swansea City, Blackpool, Birmingham City, Bristol City, Preston North End, Hull City, Reading, Cardiff City. In the bottom three relegation spots, we have Peterborough United, Barnsley and Derby County. Perfect stuff. Great league. And when we come back, it's time for AD's Challenge. And it's his strange footballing fact of the week.
Okay. I set a challenge last week for AD to find, because we, we, we spoke about the Japanese player, the oldest player still yep. playing and blah, blah, blah. So I set the challenge to find not only the youngest player to play a professional league game, but also the youngest player to score. I did say a league goal. However, I am going to say that I, would, I just wanted to find the youngest player to score a competitive goal. Mm. That's out there. So over to AD, who, if you have is the youngest player to play a professional league game. Did I find anybody out there? Yes, I did. I found Maurizio Baudavicio, who at the age of 12, that's 1-2, 12 years old, became the youngest player ever to play professional football when his father, Giulio Baudavicio, who managed Club Aurora of the Bolivian I believe the Premier Division at the time, sent him on as a late substitute against La Paz on the 19th of July 2009. 12-year-old making his professional debut. And in my head, it was always Freddie Adu at 13. So 12 years old. I was about to say Freddie Adu. That was, that was yeah. my one. Because he was Freddie in the MLS, Adu. wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was yeah. And oh, what a talent he was. And then was, a, but unfortunately never, his yeah. career went so downhill. <laughs> but what, yeah, that, what a fantastic find. Really yeah. fantastic find because I struggled. I'm not going to lie to you. I struggled. I found a couple, but um, yeah, Freddie Adu was the one that was coming up. But that's enough. Just to let you guys know, I checked this out. It is legit. It is yeah, legit the, Bolivian, the, age the Bolivian of Premier League. Mm. And is um, managed by his dad. Yeah, son. <laughs> by his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, son. We're winning anyway. Go and have yeah. five minutes. Go make yeah. history. That's great. That's. Brilliant. I don't see that ever being beaten. It's, it's crazy be, to think it will never be beaten. my son's five. So, yeah, 12-year-old. That's not really too I've got my years. coaching badges. We can make it happen. I can make it happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try and get him as 11 or like How 11. How long have I got? And... I've, got seven, I've got six years. I've got six yeah. years. If I can do it in six years, we'll get him on for 30 seconds. Jobs are good. <laughs> get him on as an 11-year-old in 11 months or something. We'll do that. Get it. him on. Fantastic. So, yeah. So, Maurizio Baldivisso. 12 years old, only only because his father brought him on. Fair play to the dad. Go on, son. Get Fairness on the pitch. Son. Have a few minutes. Making history. Brilliant. Fantastic stuff. Youngest player to score a competitive goal. We both struggled with this one, and I think... This was we, actually tougher than the... We struggled uh, with this one, game, but um, we, we, we came together on this one, I think, because yeah. the one that was coming up the majority of the time was actually James Milner. Yeah, but that was Wayne only, Rooney. That was only... Well, I, wanted, football, yeah. I wanted AD to go one better, and... He has gone one better. Over to you. So Can you pronounce his name? I, I'll go for it. Youngest player to score a league goal. I think this is... Anquam. This is what FIFA have recognised mm-hmm. as the youngest player. Yep. Aung Kia Tun. I think we're going to go with. Uh, Tun became the youngest ever player to feature in a FIFA-recognised match when, at the age of 14 years, one four years and 93 days... He made his debut for Myanmar against Thailand in the 2000 Tiger Cup. He also scored in the match, which made him the youngest ever international male goal scorer, a record which still stands to this very day. And for those that are sitting there going, the 2000 Tiger Cup, at that time, that was a FIFA recommend. That was an actual FIFA um, accredited competition. At, at the time. FIFA recognises it as well. Yep. It's probably turned into something like the AFL. Uh, yeah, the nation now, like our Euros like kind of that, thing. Yeah. But, yep, 
Ang Kwam Tung. I had to I had to get Google to help me. With oh, the, the translation. Up. Yeah, <laughs> Ang Kwam Tung. Ang Kwam Tung. Um, Myanmar. Yeah, that's a. So we had the youngest player at twelve to just step onto the pitch, and then a fourteen-year-old to be the youngest to score a goal. Brilliant. You you've yeah you've outdone it. I just find it is crazy for kids who've not really grown in their bodies to get on the pitch with like professionals who could be 20s and their 30s that's just phenomenal in itself anyway as well couldn't agree could not agree more okay i'm liking these challenges should we should we stick with these challenges yeah set me another one okay i want um just trying to think i'm just trying to think i'm trying to i I want one where it's going to make you absolutely search i don't want name ronaldo i don't want no messi I was gonna say anything to do with goals and it'd be messy i don't ronaldo want words. anything like that i want you you know what i want you to find me a goalkeeper mm-hmm. actually no actually no because that, i think that all that one's a given that one is going to be a given sorry sorry listeners that one's given i was going to ask you to find me a goalkeeper to score a hat trick but that's easy that's easy because it will be that power yeah. boy goalkeeper. It's probably should have been an easy yeah. one. I I need to really have a think about this, but let me. Uh... Or unless we just surprise and come back next week, and then you ask me. No, you just give you I want about... you to find me. I want you to find me the goalkeeper to yep. score the most goals from non-set pieces. Okay, from non-set pieces, right? Just from open non-set play. pieces okay. from open play. Okay, a goalkeeper who has scored the most goals from non-set pieces. Okay, and that we'll was go with that. So no corners, no free kicks. Literally, has to just—it's got to be from open play. Okay, yeah, we'll have a look at that. Cool. I don't know if there is one. (laughs) Goal kicks would goal kicks count? Presume they would because it's not set piece. Potentially, yeah, but it's not a set piece. Um, so I will allow that. I will allow. I don't even think there is one. Um, hopefully you don't come back to me with that Paraguay keeper. If I find something, I'm going to be very, very happy with myself. So we'll yeah, definitely. But yeah, goalkeeper to score the most goals from non-set pieces, and yes, I will include um, goal kicks. In that Challenge well. accepted. Challenge accepted. Perfect stuff. When we come back, it's time to I would say round up League One, but there was only two games, so we'll do we'll League round One. Up two and games. We'll do them two games, and then we'll do the FA Cup. So, just the two games in League One. How did John Coleman's Accrington Stanley do today? I don't think they could have done any better, if I'm honest. Um, Accrington you, Stanley. It was a five-star performance today. It was in certainly. I, I don't know about a five-star performance. If they'd won five-nil, mm. it would have been a five-star performance. However, Fleetwood did get a goal. Um, Accrington Stanley five, Fleetwood one um, for that one. So John Coleman's team. Getting a lovely victory there, and I think that's a victory that is well, well needed uh, for Accrington Stanley. I'll I'll say no, I'll I'll take it back. Two wins on the bounce. That's two wins on the bounce. Yeah, second one on the bounce, but before then, to be fair, they were on a little bit of a dire run. Yeah, they were. So um, for them, Fleetwood, still 20 seconds, still can't find a win anywhere at the moment. I'll tell you what, there's three teams in the bottom three who just cannot find a win. Yeah, and then you've got Crew or a bottom who have managed to get a win. Well, they bought one. one, but then two defeats after. So. They do indeed. Yeah. So I, there's nothing really much more to say on that one. It's Accrington Stanley 5, Fleet were 1. League 1 fans, this is going to be the quickest one ever. And then there was a, a big game, actually, at the Stadium of Light. Sunderland they and was. Oxford United. How did that finish up, pal? It finished Sunderland 1, Oxford United 1. Um, didn't really do much for both teams at all, really. 
to be honest, because they are necking their fifth and seventh, aren't they? They are indeed, yeah, um, fifth and seventh. That literally, yeah, literally did nothing for them. It, it did nothing, yeah. One, I think it took Oxford Sunderland, in one position. Yeah, yeah, two points ahead of Milton Keynes instead of one for Sunderland. Uh, moved up um, Oxford on goal difference, I think. But looks, no, no. No, they were in seventh anyway, because they're they four. Were, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, you're right. it did nothing for Oxford. Did they're nothing. still seventh. And Sunderland moved one point more above Milton Keynes Dons, but stay That's in it. fifth. Yep. Still in fifth. Oxford in seventh. Those are your two games from League One. I'm not going to end it there. Let's honest. have a look at the form yeah, team. So we've got Rotherham United unbeaten in five. Yep. Um, we've got Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday, Portsmouth unbeaten in five. Charlton and Town unbeaten in five. Oh, Charlton nearly because they had their first loss under yeah. the, and uh, Johnny Jackson. So those so, are the teams. Those are the teams currently forming League I One. I want to give a mention actually before we finish with League One because obviously there's not much before we do the table, the run through anyway. Um, it's great to see that Charlie Wick is seem he seems to be back on the mend because I yes. think he revealed that he had a cardiac arrest. Um, Oh, wow. in training with uh, Wigan Athletic. It looks like he's going to be doing a little bit of light training with the team and hopefully, hopefully get his football career going again. So it's well, good to see him back on the mend. Definitely, definitely. There's a couple of managerial changes that need to be mentioned as well. Mm. Um, so Johnny Jackson's still a caretaker. Still boss. caretaker. Still caretaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doncaster, um, yeah, Richie Wellens left that role. Gary McSheffrey's is Just in, in the name, ex-Coventry, yeah. Gary McSheffrey. Okay. Loved the goal. Loved the goal, did it. And obviously Simon Grayson, he left Fleetwood. But we've um, Stephen Crane, he's currently in caretaker manager on that one. Yeah. I don't even think there's point doing the table, pal. It's the same as last week, by the fact that... Yeah. Sunderland and Oxford and Accrington and Fleetwood played and no one really moves. There we are. Apart from Accrington. <laughs> Literally no. You're into 13th. Really. There you go, Accrington, Stanley fans. You're in 13th. Fleetwood, you're in 22nd. And AD's already mentioned Sunderland in 5th. And then Oxford, United in 7th. No league game. League 2 games. No, no, league, no league 2 league games. Two. However, that... There was the FA Cup. That moves us swiftly onto the FA Cup, Let's just it? do it. Let's just do the FA Cup. Yeah. So... When it comes to the FA Cup, two games were played last night. It involved two non-league sides. And unfortunately, the two non-league sides were knocked out by League One sides. However, I did hear there's a... I've got a um, mate of mine on Twitter who actually attended the Gateshead game at home to okay. Charlton Athletic. He's, from what I saw, it looked like the place was full. The International mm -hmm. Stadium was full, which was brilliant to see. Um, the heed, as they're called at Gateshead, yep, filled the ground. They put on a good display, but unfortunately, they did. quality just shone for Charlton. Didn't I don't they? even think it was quality, to be honest. I think Gateshead no? actually gave them a ninety minutes rather they than watch them a bit of a game. They gave they? them a game. They gave them a game. They did. I had the Fulham. I think. What did I choose? I had the Fulham Bournemouth game on the tablet. I had that game on the telly, so I had that game on. That was more prevalence for me because I love the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, Gateshead did they did themselves really well. Bearing in mind, Gateshead they are in the National League North, yeah. they're not in the Premier. They're in the National yeah. League North as well. Um, but yeah, Charlton Athletic two, Gateshead nil, and then Rotherham United one, Stockport County nil. So no joy for the non-league sides. We had an early fixture today. Buxton of the National, uh, the Northern Premier, um, again gave League One Morecambe. Mm. A good a good 90 minutes. Morecambe, yes, Morecambe went through. 1-0 victory for um, for Morecambe there. But Buxton nil, Morecambe won. I saw a tweet from Buxton saying that they still were like pinching themselves, the fact that they were there in the mm. second round of the FA Cup, which is fantastic. That's, that's what it's all about in the Cup, isn't it? 
That's it. Um, over to you, pal, then. So do the next Absolutely. two for us. So, that, yeah, how did the Dons get on? Oh, we had a seven-goal thriller for uh, the Dons. So it was AFC Wimbledon 4, Cheltenham Town 3 in an all-league one affair. Sounded like a cracking game there. Definitely. So AFC Wimbledon 3 on that one. Joey Barton? Followed by Joey Barton's boys. Bristol Rovers 2, Sutton United 1 in an all-league all two affair. All-league two affair, yeah. a close yeah. one, that, but uh, Rovers through to the next round. Lovely stuff. We come to the first shock of the of the League One versus League Two opposition. Burton Albion one, Port Vale two. So I think that's two games now. Port Vale have absolutely dominated. Crew Alexandra. Oh no, not Crew Alexandra. I can't remember who it was. Port Vale though have knocked out two, um, two sides. Is that two League One sides, is it? Leave so. I've, I've okay. shot myself in the foot here, haven't I? If I haven't got that right, come on, Dan. You should know this. Um, but that was the first shock of the day. Burton Albion won, Port Vale two. And then we had um, Cambridge United two, Exeter City one. So League One versus League Two. Then we had League Two versus League One again. So Carlisle United one, Shrewsbury Town two. And then I believe there was another shock. There certainly was. League One, Doncaster Rovers two, Mansfield Town of League Two. Bit of a choppy season in League Two, they've had. Three. So a 3-2 victory away from home for Mansfield Town of League Two. Cracking win at Doncaster. And they're not really far apart in terms of geography as well. Pretty close on the map. Mm -hmm. So brilliant win. Fantastic. Couldn't agree more. Really good. It was Accrington. Accrington. I knew it was a League One side football. Oh, was that Port Vale who they knocked out? So that's two. Two League One sides that they've knocked out on that one. Fantastic. So, yeah, Doncaster 2, Mansfield Town 3. How did another League One, League Two fixture? Um, Paul Cook. Paul Cook's boys, the resurgent Ipswich Town, they drew 0-0 at home to League Two Barrow. Um, That was the only replay just to let everyone know, that was the only replay, that was the only draw so far in the FA Cup second round. Oh, fantastic. So, so there's all already, been just settled. Already, potentially. That, that, well, that's, that, that'll be on the telly if that was the only replay, but yeah. there are some games tomorrow and Monday, so we'll, we'll come to those in a bit. Tell you what, that replay would be good for Barrow, though. Definitely, yeah. Very I was good thinking that. Barrow have been quite lucky, because I'm pretty sure they had Aston Villa has come up there. Um, was it early in the season? Yeah, I think so. In the so. League Cup, weren't it? Yeah, so... I believe so. Getting some, getting some big clubs, and yes, Ipswich Town—they are a big club, even though they are in League yeah. One. Yeah. Break care, be careful, be careful. I know Norwich City fans are like what? Um, <laughs> they've got a European Cup. Remember that. And yeah, that's not a dig at you, Aston Villa fans, neither. I'm oh, sorry, I know how that came across. Then I do apologise. <laughs> um, but Ipswich Town nil, Barrow nil. Fantastic. How did Kenny Jackets boys do down in London? They. They had a smashing Rocked. victory today, to be honest. Yeah. Um, all, all League Two affair. It was Leighton Orient 4, Tramere Rovers 0. Um, a very one-sided affair, by all accounts, there, for Kenny Jackett's boys. Oh, it's got to be said, Great yeah. Win. Definitely. Definitely. I think um, I'm interested to see how Tramere are doing, actually, with the, with Prenton Park. I know that it was damaged mm. during the, the, the storm that happened. Oh, I did hear that. they had some damage on their yeah. roof. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah, the game had to get postponed due to it. Um, so hopefully those go well for yourselves. Then we followed by two shocks. So there's four shocks in total so far. So, so far we've had Port Vale and we've had Mansfield Town. Let's go to the next two. So, League One versus League Two again. Lincoln City nil, Hartlepool United one. So, a shock there on the cards. And then the big one, League One Portsmouth mm. one, Harrogate Town two. It's just been a fantastic story this season for Harrogate. And then to, to win in the cup there. First time, I believe. 
believe it's the first time that they are in the third round in their history. Brilliant. Their story's been phenomenal, hasn't it? That we he's covered great. them in the league as well, yeah, and now in the FA Cup as well. He's been with them for such a long time, Simon Weaver. Um, got to say, I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm pretty sure I heard that it was the first time that they'd ever reached the. Um... Yeah. So Harrogate Town, fantastic result there, and then not a shock, but League Two versus League Two, Warsaw one, Swindon Town two, gutted. I was hoping for a little Black Country derby there. Mm-hmm against yeah, Warsaw in the in the third round but yep and then, and then is there one more game that's being played there is season, there's a game there? currently being played um mm-hmm. it's on the telly it's Yeovil and Stevenage and it is currently and it's over it is okay. over go on have a guess don't look at the score have a guess who do you reckon who do you reckon <sighs> was there a fifth shock there I mean, was I'm indeed from... oh there was Fantastic. there was Yeovil Town won Stevenage nil and Stevenage, Yeovil have had an awful, awful few they, years. The relegation, the relegation. So fair play to them. And just, just to stop now with, with the, um, just talking to Stevenage, just to stop mm. the, the old um, Steve Evans thing now. Um, Stevenage now have Paul Tisdale in charge. Oh, Paul! Oh, the, uh, the cap wearing sensation that is Paul Tisdale's back in football. Indeed, indeed. He loves a cap. Doesn't he? He does indeed. So that was the final game. Absolutely. Yep. So, um, yep. So that rounds up today's game. So Yeovil Town. So another shock there, which is fantastic. So five. So we do have a non-league side in the third round of the FA Cup. Tomorrow, there are some brilliant games. League two versus League one. Rochdale against... High Flyers, Plymouth Argyle. I will say that, even though you have dipped Mm. recently. Sorry, Plymouth Argyle fans. That's going to be our little anti-deck moment, I think. Saying yeah. sorry to them all season now. <laughs> League Two versus League One. Colchester United versus Wigan Athletic. We then have a guaranteed another side going into the third round. A non-league side. National League North. Kidderminster Harriers play FC Halifax Towns. Um, who are not in the National League North. They're in the National League Premier. So, all National League affair. So, there's another team. another That could potentially be a second. Yep. Non-league, non-league side, and then we have a brilliant game: Salford City versus Chesterfield. Two games, two teams at the moment. Chesterfield as well. In the Definitely, North and two teams at the minute that have got some really good form under their belts at the moment. So, mm. really looking forward to that one. I don't think that one's on the telly. That's a shame. I don't think that one shame. is. I'm just going to have a look. Actually, I've got the. I'm sad. I've got the games written down. Oh, it is. I apologise. It is. It's on ITV4 oh. tomorrow. Oh, fantastic. So that is on ITV4 tomorrow, Salford versus Chesterfield. And then we do have a... We do. And then that's the FA Cup draw. And a great game. I'm going to watch this one. I'm not watching Everton Arsenal. I'm watching this one. Non-league Premier side, Boreham Wood, who are absolutely flying, looking to get into the um, the uh, the Football League for the first time, will play National League South St. Albans City. So we're going to be guaranteed at least three, potentially four non-league clubs if Chesterfield can do the job at yeah. Salford. So basically, we're... Uh, well, I'm speaking for myself now. I'm going to be back in Yeovil Town, mm-hmm. Kidderminster or Halifax, potentially Chesterfield, and then Borenwood or St Albans to do well in the FA Cup this season. Definitely. as far as they can. Definitely. And I'll definitely be watching the Borenwood-St Albans City game because I love the third round. Love the third round draw. 
So we That's ask the question. Real magic begins, doesn't it? I mean, it we, is. We, it's great from the first round onwards, but when you can get even bigger shocks mm-hmm. from the third round onwards, it's fantastic. Couldn't agree more. You you asked the question at the, in the introduction, pal. Mm. Who do you, who do you, who would you like in the third round? For us, for West Brom, mm-hmm. home tie is always a good thing. That's always a good thing to have to have the you know the home advantage. Well, yeah, home advantage with the fans back, obviously against likes to play a non-league team i i don't know i i, th- I would quite happily play any of these teams that i've gone well, through. yeah yeah play i mean I don't, I don't want a premier league side i don't want a championship sides I'd, no. I'd, I'd quite like to play one of the winners in this one definitely yeah i mean i'd, I'd like a non-league team to be able to come to the hawthorns just for for them to come to you know like the, the day I agree more, and that's that's. A, well. I think they'd probably be wishing for like Old Trafford or something like that. Well, yeah. I think we're, we're we're pushing above the whole. Yeah, we're, we're a step. We're a step. It's below, my church. But, we'll yeah. say what we want about it. Um, I'd quite I'd quite fancy us going down to somewhere like Boreham Wood or Halifax or Kidderminster. Actually, what, I'm going to go there. Let's, I'm going to go Kidderminster. I want I want to play Kidderminster. Oh, what about an away game, Kiddy at home to us? Nice little nice little local on that one. Yeah, well, to be honest that as well. I'd even make the trip up to Chesterfield if they got through against Salford yeah. away there. Any of the yep. sides. I'd love to play any of these sides that we've got in front of us that have um, progressed from the second round this week. I don't want a championship. I don't want to. Yeah. I want one of these guys. I don't, I don't know about you. Yeah, I like sitting on the edge of my seat and thinking, could we be that club? That gets gets taken to the cleaners by yeah, a, yeah. a team below us. And at the end of the day, it happens. Um, it does. That one. We've seen so many over the years, haven't we? We have indeed. Third round draw on Monday night. Looking forward to that. So when we come back, it's the non-league roundup, and then we'll close the show. Should we have a look at non-league? We shall do. So yeah, we'll we'll continue the focus on the top seven um in the in the national league premier so just a quick quick reminder not many everyone. games not, not many games today yeah we only round up the, the the top seven teams don't we so yeah over to you for the table and i'll go for the results let's have a look at the top seven in the national premier as it stands so chesterfield on top uh Borumwood and bromley in the two semi-final playoff places followed by wrexham in fourth Halifax Town, Grimsby Town, and then Notts County in seventh, making up the rest of the playoffs. Lovely stuff. So not many, not many other teams played today. So only a couple. But um, Bromley, special notice to yourselves, three-two uh, victory over Weldston today. Um, a much-needed win uh, for Dagenham and Redbridge, three-two mm. over Grimsby Town. I'm just going to look at the table. Actually, I think Grimsby have been struggling of late because. Mm. It, 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 don't question me wrong, or I, I, you can do, but I believe they were pretty much flying at the top of the league at one point. Yeah, I think early doors they were. Yeah, one win in five. Yep, three, one win, one win. So Greer Grimsby Town on the decline, and they've got some. They've only got. They haven't even got games in hand to be honest. Chesterfield and Borehamwood. Yeah, Look, they're it's really great, mate. I'm not going to lie. I know. I know you've got Chesterfield there. Mm. It's great seeing Borehamwood and Bromley. I tell you what. So to be honest, tight. looking at the table, there's. Chesterfield obviously top on 36 points, but eighth place, Solihull Moors are on 32. That's four points. It's mad, ain't it? It's Brilliant league. And then right. we'll find it. And then talking of a team that are on the resurgence, I'm not going to mention his name because I think it's probably going to get boring for people now. Yeah. But Dover Athletic nil, Wrexham won. So resurgent, really resurgent from them. Um, really good yeah. form. Fourth place, Wrexham nil. Yep. At the minute, 
So that rounds up the top seven for there, um, for that league. National League North, I'll do the table and you can go for them scores that are there. Uh, yep. FC Fylde, Brackley Town, Chorley, Boston United, Kinnaminster Harriers, Gateshead and Alfreton Town currently occupy the top seven. So those teams, some of those teams did play today. How did they get on? They did. So FC Fylde still remain at the top of the league. A bruising 4-1 victory at home to Blythe Spartans. Fantastic win there, so they continue uh, their lead at the top. Bradford Park Avenue, nil. Brackley Town, three. So Brackley Town, still second, still, you know, in the uh, semi-final playoff places there, having a good season as well. Uh, Curzon Ashton, one. Alfreton Town, two. That is a very good win there away for Alfreton Town in seventh place. Mm -hmm. And then Kettering Town, two. Boston United, three. Sounded like a hell of a game there. Um, good win for Boston. Really good win. Really good win for Boston United. Boston Ooh. United are currently two games unbeaten. Special mention to Kidder, Mr. Harriers, who are playing in the FA Cup tomorrow. You've got a couple of games in hand, actually, but you are on a four-win. Um, They're very and... resurgent, aren't they? Because they didn't. I don't they think are. they had the best of starts this season either. Southport as well. Southport. I'm just looking at the league table. Southport currently five unbeaten as well. So Kidderminster Harriers, Brackley Town, and Southport currently the informed teams in that league at the moment over to the national league south um yeah over to you top seven let's have a look at the top seven so we have got dartford top of the league in the semi-final playoff places oxford city and dulwich hamlet in the main playoff places we have got ebsfleet united maidstone united Haventon waterlooville and st albans city Perfect stuff. So Dartford won Billericay Town nil. Dartford still top. Billericay still bottom in that league. Billericay, um, pardon the pun, can't buy a win at the minute Truly. Um, for themselves. Yeah. Um, Dulwich Hamlet 5, Ebsfleet United 2. Fantastic, fantastic result for Dulwich yeah. Hamlet. Ebsfleet United are on the decline. Three losses on the bounce for themselves. Mm. That one. And then having a loo Waterlooville 1, Bath City 3. In that Ooh, one. That's a bit of a stumbling block for Haven, isn't it? Definitely. I'm just Tiny. looking. That's, so that's two wins that's on the bounce for Haven't. And then a loss, mm. the first loss in four for um having a waterlooville so yeah so just looking at the teams in form oxford city unbeaten in five mm. um, that's it oxford are the standout team at the moment oxford are, city uh... are currently yep the only team unbeaten in five in the national league south perfect stuff over to the northern premier bamber bridge they still lead the way in that league colville town I don't want to talk about this too much, but Colville Town, they lead the way, uh, ran riot over the Neaton today, 4-1 victors over the Neaton mm -hmm. Borough today, the Neaton back in the relegation zone um, as we speak. Southern League, Premier South, Farnborough still lead the way. AD, your Metropolitan Police. It's up. the sound of the police. They're chasing they're the second, up. aren't they? they? Second, second <laughs> position. And then in the Ithmian League, Premier Worthing still top of the league. Um, bit of a dull affair by the sounds of it for Worcester today. Yeah, I didn't. Obviously, it wasn't really a football day for myself. Very much a uh, Christmas spirity family day. However, I did keep an eye, and it was a, a, a goalless board draw. Not a lot happened from what I followed on the old Twitter. So, still in fourth place. Still, definitely doing better than when they started the season in the Midland Premier. So, uh, yeah, they only will draw away to Tiverdale. Tiverdale, yeah. So that's what fourth in the league. Yep. Hanley Town still lead the way, Baltimore, St. Michael, Litchfield City, and then Schiffnell Town make up the top five. Yeah. In that league. Um let's yeah, let's let's round it up. Um just the normal way that we finish up. A big game in the Bundesliga this evening for your boys, Dortmund. How did they get on? 
unfortunately, they lost 3-2. Clough is not a bad thing against Bayern, because they can run away with games sometimes, but a 3-2 defeat to Bayern Munich. Um, so, yeah. Looking at the top of the Bundesliga, four-point gap between Munich and Dortmund. Um, it's probably that time of year where Munich mm. will just run away. That's what it seems to be heading toward. Happens every year, doesn't it? It's a it? shame to see Freiburg have dropped, dropped just out of the top four now as well. Yeah, Union Berlin are doing well, though. Fifth, going to yeah. fifth off the line up there as they, well. But Leverkusen uh... got a massive win today. 7-1, they won today. Oh, wow. Who was that against? Uh, uh, Greuther Firth. Yeah, <sighs> if you look at the table, Greuther Firth. I feel Thurf bad fans. for Greuther Firth. One point. They season. never. They every time they've been in the Bundesliga, they just they're the whipping boys, aren't they? It's a shame. They are indeed. Um, I, I've got nothing to say for Schalke. They've literally just kicked off in a game that I feel like there may not be a victory in. They've got St. Pauli, who are currently storming that league at the moment. Mm. Uh, five minutes gone, still nil nil, which is a benefit. But yeah, St. Pauli are running away with that league. Uh, Jan Regenbirds, uh they've gone gone off the ball on that one so that yeah that's that's well hopefully that's... if Schalke can get a point at least there that'll be uh something yeah, it'll be good it'll be great to Hopefully. end the day on West Brom and a Schalke victory it would have been nicer than Eaton could have done the same but Colville Town are doing really well in that league at the minute perfect stuff another great show great show um Christmas is nearly here as well very so much is the running now the plenty the games are going to be coming thick and fast I think we've got Carabao Cup action coming up soon so we'll we'll cover that one weekend as we could draw I think it's the semi-finals well the, yeah uh, it's um 21st and 22nd of December very Christmas the... uh Carabao Cup fixtures coming up yeah 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 so um wow and obviously the Premier League games and championship going to be so many games over Christmas, isn't there? It's, a, it's going to be interesting, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed this year because some of the games, they're not all on Boxing Day. And, yeah, I'm, I'm mm. a bit disappointed in that. Boxing Day is a tradition. And all like, all games should, have, should be played on Boxing Day. Definitely. You should, should have be all... none of this 27th line no. and things like that. I prefer a full fixture list on the 26th. Yeah, it'd be great definitely. just to have every single team playing. Even if you had them like different times for TV coverage, don't just focus on the Premier League. Get some Championship, League One, League Two games in there as well. Yeah. BT Sport, you could have your, uh, your National League game, which you normally do on a, on a Saturday night anyway. So it, it's just a great opportunity, isn't it, to really cater for all the leagues on a, on a great day, which is traditionally football day mm. for me on that one. But um, yeah, some, some, it's going to be a very busy month coming up. So Definitely. other than that, I'll speak to you all next week. Lovely stuff. Cheers, Dan. Um, just to wrap up the show, obviously, if you want to find us on social medias, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can find us at ATF on anchor on facebook if you look up facebook.com forward slash all things football podcast you will find us there and obviously uh, that's where you can find us for any links to our podcast and uh, you can listen obviously listen back to previous shows but um yeah we um love to hear from you take care have a great weekend speak to you soon Bye bye